0: Welcome everybody. Um, this is the second episode of Talking to Strangers. Um, I thought I'd get together with um, as much of the cast as we could pull together here um, prior to uh, live streaming um, of Stranger Damies on Saturday. Um, since everybody should be caught up um, with the story, every episode that's been posted uh, is what we've done. There's nothing in, you know, in a folder somewhere that I still haven't put out. So it allows us to talk a lot more freer than we did the uh, first time around on Talking to Strangers. So, I am glad for that, because uh, it doesn't involve me having to remember what has been put out. So, anyway, joining us today, we have uh, Tom, who plays the character of uh, Tiresias the Deceived. Tom, how you Hello. doing? Hello, how's it going? Good. And then we have uh, everyone's favorite D&D couple, um, take that, <laughs> Travis and Laura. Uh, Dan and Jenny Aquano um, oh Craig and Zakara, respectively. How you guys doing?
1: I'm pretty good.
2: Very good. Good.
1: good yeah, guy. that's what we're gunning for. That's exactly what we're doing. We're gunning for Travis pretty and good. Lauren's uh, spot. It's good. So I, I was just uh, I don't know this is gonna this is gonna be a humble brag, but I just got back from the gym, so I'm I'm gunning for Travis and his gains. I'll show him what's what's for.
0: Jenny is trying to become America's sweetheart. I already am. Mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just like last time, if you guys tuned into the uh, first um, running of uh, Talking to Strangers, um, basically just going to get their feelings on uh, playing D anD D. Since everyone here is the first time, um, uh, either playing and DMing, and just see you know any theories they might have now that they can. Uh, talk, you know, a little more openly, and not have to worry about spoiling on the audience out there. Um, we also got a couple questions from the audience um, that has popped up uh, through, Finally. The, yeah, through the email. Um, uh, don't know uh, with with email, uh, it's a little bit um, harder to parse because it's going to be they're long, so I'm kind of trying to shorten them to what the person actually wants. Um, asked so hopefully I do a good job with that for those of you listening out there um, that have sending questions um, and then after that I will just uh, throw a bunch of stuff at them and see what happens so uh first off recap um, where they left off um they had just finished the um second of three and you know using gaming terms here side quest um, to clear out the cave um, where I uh, The uh, items for uh, Largefoot had been um, left behind um, and stolen Um, and all that. They searched through, uh, killed a bunch of uh, fishmen, and also charmed a troll um, to help them out, um, who's currently still under their, um, or or I should say, O'Craig's control um, as we left the session. we are also waiting to hear from uh, both S and um, Teddy, in regards to what they're finding out in Western. Um, Tribeca's uh, on that case trying to uh, parse some information. And um, kind of just in a holding pattern. They decide to go try and make some quick bucks uh, in the meantime. Um, so yeah, that's easily um, the best part to lay it off with. Instead of doing my full recap, which I will do um, on Saturday. Um, plug that early. Uh, on November 3rd, um, the day after this airs... Uh, Starting at 1 p.m., we will be doing Stranger Damies Live, um, so you will get to see video and see what we actually do for a full session. Um, Those sessions will be parsed out, um, you know, as always, with with the episodes. But if you tune us live, we're going to be at twitch.tv slash TheMainDamie during our Extra Life campaign, which benefits the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, You can donate at tinyurl.com slash seasonoftheswitch. That's uh, tinyurl. dot com slash season of the switch as in the Nintendo Switch. Uh, So, got all that those plugs out of the way. Um, Yeah, so before we get into the questions, just uh, for the three, um, how how's it feel being about ten months into uh, your first D anD D campaign?
1: It feels like it's been much longer because of how we kind of space out the sessions. So, you know, we, we don't have the luxury of being able to do it every week. Uh, so even though we get to do... At least we get the episodes a week, but we usually do one, like, was it, like one once a month, maybe twice a month if we're lucky. Uh, so it, it definitely feels like it's been longer... Then 10 months to me at least I don't know about the rest of you I think we've progressed incredibly well
3: yeah but it's hard to believe how little we've done ju- judging by how many hours
1: that's true I mean we, we usually go for 3-4 hours at a time and we've really only we haven't even scratched the surface of this storyline I think
0: no comment. No.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming w- when I first got into this, I really thought it was going to be an A, B, C kind of plot line where, because again, as you've said before plenty of times, none of us have ever played this, so we, I really thought, and I feel like other people in our party felt it was going to be all right. Uh, here's a here's a quest. There's gold or loot or, excuse me, whatever is in this region. Now go there and get it. I didn't know there was going to be this whole, you know, open world sandbox RPG, where you know you could go talk to this guy, this greedy guy, Kranor, and <laughs> go out on dates and and, and all that. And the The stuff that really gives it the meat of of the story. I didn't think we could do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think mostly that comes from. Um, I had I had absorbed a lot of D and D media before starting the campaign, so maybe I had a different expectation than you guys had. You know, I was watching, you know, Critical Role and the Adventure Zone, and you know, Acquisitions Inc. and you know, all three are completely different types of D and D real play podcast. Um, but they basically, you know, I try to take a little bit of each. I take the uh, real seriousness. Um, and deep storylines that um does uh, over on Critical Role, and then, you know, mix a little bit of the comedy that the McElroys do on the Adventure Zone, and then just try and have um, the go-with-it attitude that uh, Chris Perkins does on, on Acquisitions Inc. and the various other um, shows uh, that he does over um, at, at actual Wizards of the Coast D&D. Um, so yeah yeah it was it was interesting to see once the light bulb um, came on for you guys um, in terms of um, you Well know, how to play yeah yeah to get the um, idea of um, you know there's a story and all that stuff um, rather than just go here fight monster get boot go you know sort of right. once once I saw that light bulb turn on I got really excited. Um, I uh, I know I know amongst us, um, Jenny's probably the one that's gotten the deepest in terms of story um, than I have. I don't know if I know. disagree. Yeah. What do you mean? I th-
1: I feel like Anthony uh, Pizza Tacos has probably taken most of the the storyline.
0: No, I'm Mark. Do you mean I, I meant more like she has a six page backstory? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I thought we were talking about in terms of
2: as
0: far where as we you progressed. know. As far as you
2: know, you don't know my backstory. But God, I mean,
1: yeah. Leading up to this, all she talked about, and this isn't a bad thing, I'm not knocking her, but all she talked about was her backstory. So I am fully aware of... And we, we just did a one-shot, and for her one-shot character, she did about five pages.
2: <laughs> you never know what could come up. Yeah, I'm not, again,
1: I'm knocking you. I'm excited to see
3: what she's actually got in store in this six-page backstory.
1: so am i and and i keep telling her and she always yells at me i was like you got to speak up you got to speak up because she and she's she's looking at me now she's giving me the stink eye because i i kind of feel like anthony and i and i don't know I, i i definitely don't mean to and i don't think anthony does but i always feel like we hijack the episodes where we'll just talk out of our ass and i it doesn't leave room for for tom and jen so whenever we're driving home from uh, Anthony's, I was like, "You got to speak up! You got to speak up!" Like you never let me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the the good thing about it um, in terms of of that, especially, um, is that you know, uh, with, with people uh, taking leadership role, which Anthony has always said that he's surprised he's done. Um, it, it allows uh, me to not have to. Feel like I'm pulling blood from a stone, um, you know, while DMing. That um, and and to get back to your point about her getting curious about her backstory, I have uh, put each of your uh, backgrounds or backstories or whatever you've given me, and just giving a moment to shine for each of you at some point. Um, so you know you'll get to learn as much as you want about. Um, you know people's stories, and you know I try to make everything equally as interesting. Um, we're currently finishing up, I guess, the area where Aunt um, Pizza Tacos, you know, grew up, uh, or not grew up, uh, you know, conned his way through for many years. Um, so so
1: uh, I'm excited now because you know we in uh, a couple episodes ago. You know, I, I received. Uh, O'Craig receives the letter from uh, his mentor. Uh, I I I wanted to pronounce it, Ditka, or is it Ditka?
0: Yeah, well, cop, uh, for copyright purposes, it's Ditka.
1: Ditka. All
0: right. So <laughs> my.
1: So you know, I received the O'Craig receives the letter from uh, Soldier Fields from Ditka. So now that you know that got me excited and. I kinda cheated when uh Tiresias was he found the letter in the uh, the yeah. le- box in the yeah. cave. Yeah. I saw something I didn't see all of it, but I just, I instinctively looked and I, I saw I saw something that pertained to that letter that I received. Yeah. And so now I'm I'm pretty excited about what that leads in, uh, what that leads into for O'Craig.
0: Yeah, it's 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 interesting trying to, you know, tie all this together, but I, I think I, I had a Eureka point one moment um, where I finally figured out how to tie it all together. And because I've been having a hard time, because uh, full disclosure, I've been, you know, these were the original part of the story, you know, the Mirror Man part, um, mm-hmm. that, you know doing, it was a story that I'd originally written um, for D&D with my nieces. Oh, that's um, cute. So, you know, I'd already had most of that, well, the bare bones of a storyline played out for an eight and a uh, seven and a twelve year old. I was going
1: to um, say, Mark thinks we're toddlers. <laughs>
0: um, so, it wasn't as in-depth as you guys have gotten. Um, and then I had to think of a bigger story on top of it, and while you guys played around in the, you know, the original story that I already had written, you know, I was thinking months and months about how to mix them two together, and then I just randomly fell on something while going down a D and d hole, um, you know, reading up on... Because I read up and try to read up on every spell, every monster, just to see something that'd be cool to mix in. Um, and then I found a good connection that would make a lot of things make sense so doing your
1: due diligence
0: yeah it it, it was really exciting and I'm just finishing up the outline for um you know the the session and I think it's going to be really good and you know um yeah I don't well I I
1: know you know we uh Mark and I we were talking at Comic Con and I was plotting something involving Zakara and uh I am very excited to get that motion.
0: You're okay.
1: pure evil. Well, no, I'm not pure evil, right? Oh, Craig's not pure evil. He skirts the line, and uh, th- I think that's an interesting dynamic, especially with Tiresias and Zakar being—I uh, I believe they're both. You guys are both lawful good.
0: Yeah. What do you mean, no yeah. comment? Yeah. I, I. I. Well, for sure, uh, Tiresias, um as you guys have. Found out in being a, you know, follower of Bahamut and a paladin, you know, has to be start out at least as lawful good. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta try, a try. You're
1: doing a good job of it. Thank you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it, it that that setup that he has, you know, has to be in that that alignment, and it can it can, you know, it can slide that whole scale once up or down or left or right but you know sticking in that um, you know that lawful good area at least in the beginning is great um, so
1: so Jen what is that I, what does that make you then I because you you have you, you always tend to be lawful good you you go to stop Craig and you always agree with Tiresias you, you're there to keep an eye out on us Yeah, at the beginning of the storyline
2: maybe you just have to wait and find out well i'm not i'm not all about the spoilers well i'm not trying to spoil
1: we're here to discuss (laughs) how far we've come right yeah Yeah. you got to give the audience something yeah
0: okay
1: she's good she says she's good yeah Yeah, but uh, we just we just
3: need her to to react to craigmore that's all we need
0: what (laughs) i'm planning
1: i i mean i have a big bombshell uh, again, I am. Su- I'm not going to give it away, but I am very excited for how I'm going to play this character because I'm not a very smart character, but
0: yeah.
1: there, it, there's a constant struggle with him, and it's something that a few months ago I kind of was. I was sitting at work, I had nothing to do, and I was reading up on half orcs and what they believe in and what they can be so i I thought to myself you know what i'm not I'm not pushing the envelope enough with this character and what he can be, so
0: yeah
1: I decided to uh, to go a little bit of a different way,
0: yeah, and you know uh yeah, and the next question I wanted to get to before we get into the audience questions um and probably the final one before that is uh the other thing we've done lately is um started to play live around the table like actual d and d um yeah. yeah, what is?" How have you guys uh, felt, you know, about doing that? I don't know if if Tom wants to lead. Um, you know his thoughts on this.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it, it's a lot easier to play off of each other when you're when you're sitting next to somebody as opposed to trying to wait and see what they're going to say over over the internet. It's uh, it's nice though. It's nice to roll the dice. It's nice to uh, feel like you're in a little more control of the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It flows much more naturally.
0: Yeah, and has, has that helped, um, especially in your case, like you were saying, Dan, that uh, you and Anthony, you know, hijacking parts of the, the session, does it feel like that timing and stuff um, comes a lot more naturally, you know, in in the live session?
1: Well, I think what's good is, you know, we've all worked together. Pri- uh, prior to Stranger Damies. you know, uh, Tom, Jen, uh, even you—we've done yeah. sketch comedy together, so we are already comfortable with working. And obviously, Jen and I are married, so we we know how to play off of each other. And the, the, so I think there's good timing, and especially with Anthony Anthony and I, so we, uh, you know we did a lot of the writing for those sketches and. You know, all of us bring something unique to the table in terms of comedy. Uh, Tom is is a straight man. Always. And, yeah, and but you need that. <laughs> uh, you, you can't have the bumbling idiot uh, going around just showing you know knoll heads without the uh, the straight man just kind of like setting it up for him or like, always making a comment about it. And like, even Jen is doing the same thing. And it's. Uh, it, It's just there's a comfort level there, and when you're live, you can kind of you can play off of people's reactions because you know when I would uh, do something, you know I could look across the table and I could see Jen just she gives that look like man really that's what that's where you're going with this and you know when you're you're doing something right or if it's time to just kind of like drop it
0: yeah and I'm assuming it's a lot easier in terms of dice rolling and and all that for you guys live than it is trying to function in Roll20.
2: Yeah, I think I think for me, playing live has helped me learn the rules a lot better because we're not relying on Roll20 to, you know, do the calculating for us.
1: I'm terrible at adding, so
3: yeah. it's more
2: of a struggle <laughs> for me. Yeah, what but it, so it's
3: the, cool. Yeah, the, the one shot really taught us that. I think, I think you got the the addition right a few times wrong
1: a few times oh I'm sure I did but I in in the one shot if I rolled a 19 I didn't even bother counting (laughs) it was just like okay that's obviously
3: whatever that was yeah
1: (laughs) but uh you know I think Jen's right um you know we we all use D&D Beyond uh for the live sessions and and there's just something to say about rolling a physical dice as opposed to clicking a button yeah. Uh, and then Tom even said it. You have you feel more control right. over the situation. And uh, uh, Jen has been, you know, she's been kind enough to make a couple of dice trays for us, and it's communal. You know, we pretty much. What do we have two we at the have moment? Two right
2: now. Tom's is in the making. Right. In the so
1: works. we we kind of share dice tray, and it feels very official to me. You know, <laughs> we're we're sitting there rolling the dice, and so uh, Jen has become a. What's it, like a dice collector?
2: Of yeah, except you have just as many dice as I do now. Yeah, it's,
1: but it, I never would have thought I'd spend any money on a set of dice. And I just figured, you know what, why not? It's it's silly, it's like four bucks, so yeah, no harm, no Fell.
0: Yeah, that, that was one of the best things about the Toys R Us closing. I found a box of 10 D6s for like a dollar. Oh, shit. So, I was like, ah, oh, this is the, the dice I will probably use most as a DM, so... Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Well, D six <laughs> the and D twenty get work out. Yeah,
1: they do. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. And uh, I'm still learning which are the other dice. <laughs> I know the D. The, I, I know the D twenty and the D six.
2: The difference between the number six and the number nine. <laughs> That'll, that's yeah. We, no, we, I wrong. still don't really know.
1: I,
3: st- I oh. still. Have,
2: every time go. I look at it,
3: I think it's back.
2: It's you got to look at the dot. There's usually a dot.
3: Yes. Yeah, I know, but I don't I, know where. Which side the dot matters? I don't know if it's the top or the bottom. Th- thank you, Tom. You see, Tom. That's is why right
2: you up. guys sit next to each other
1: Sprite so <laughs> <you can laughs> uh, uh, Right one is that
3: the sixth?
2: I,
1: I know we've talked about possibly doing uh, more roll twenty uh, sessions if you know timing wasn't always there for us. It's one of those things I think where we've got we've done it live, and you don't want to go back. You have, and there's something to be said about just hanging out with everyone too. You know, it's uh, it's not just about the game; it's about hanging out with friends and having a good time. Ordering a pizza, it it's kind of like being back at high school a little bit.
3: Yeah, well, Dan, you know what it feels like for me. It feels like when we used to do the radio show.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I agree, for sure. And uh, you know that that was a lot of fun. I I know. It was not the most professionally run thing, but... Uh, <laughs> What's a called?
3: radio station. You can only exactly. be so professional
1: it, And it, it was good, Mark. Uh, you probably don't know about this, but Tom would join us every Tuesday. He would make the trip to my college. We would do yeah. a four-hour radio show that would end at 2 a.m. I
2: forgot how long they were. I
1: know, it was crazy. And then we would go to White Castle.
2: Yep. It was <laughs> clock.
1: Yeah. Uh So, yeah, I mean, this is... It's kind of a bummer now because obviously back when we were in college, Tom and you can attest to this, staying up till two o'clock wasn't a problem.
3: No. Oh yeah, It was we were like super easy.
1: Uh, yeah, but now you know we we usually get together a little later in the day for these sessions. We're kind of dragging ass. Yeah. Towards the end, and it it was very apparent in the, I mean maybe to me because we were there, but it was apparent in the last episode where, you know we, we're fighting the. Uh, uh, we're, what uh, it was a troll. So we have the ice troll, and then Mark for uh, just for time's sake, just goes yeah, and he knocks these guys out. They're dead, and, and so yeah, it, like yeah, you the, could tell we're kind of like all right, this we're, yeah, we're that, that wasn't we're even for that.
0: Here. That was for while you guys were doing the discussion. I had remembered that you had actually seen the two, um, you know, um, other guys in that other cavern. The lizard um, folk, right? Th- yeah. Well, no, they're not lizard folk. They were. Oh. Fishman is probably the easiest way to say okay. they do have a name, but um, I don't have it in front of me. Um, but I was like, oh shit! You know, the audience had heard that they seen those two guys, and you would think with all that commotion that these right. two guys would come look while you guys are digging through the boxes and the room next of them. Um, so, so what? I was just like, and I was like, I don't want you guys to have to battle again. I was just like, ah, troll right. kills them. <laughs>
1: right, I, go, I think, I think we were pushing one o'clock at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, just,
3: I'll give the audience a little, a, a little meta. If I stop doing my voice,
1: it's
0: time. <laughs> it's, it's time <laughs> to go. It,
3: it's time to end it. <laughs> 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 and, it yeah, it, it's it, difficult.
0: Yeah, it comes through at times. Um, yeah, for some reason, the one shot had it, but it didn't come through in the episode. It still seemed not that we had energy, but that there wasn't this, like, e- even though I, I knew being there that Tom's energy was going down, um, it was still enough of him interacting in, in the conversation and battle that mm-hmm. it stayed consistent. Um, it was just I'm being bl- there I'm live. I'm glad I was able to hide
3: it. I'm glad like, I could hide yeah. it well enough.
0: Yeah, you, like, being there live, I could see physically like um, that, it, that it was wearing, but Had enough to do like those little spurts of you know comments because we just let the turtle um, take control of everything just because we loved his voice.
1: I, yeah, I I gotta say, uh, doing the voices for the first time and kind of taking control was a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's gonna happen eventually if we, you know, we decide to do a season two. Uh, or a, a second campaign, which I'm sure you know we will, or however things wind up. But yeah, that was a lot of fun and I can see why Tom enjoys doing the Tiresias voice. Uh, it's it's hard to do a voice consistently, yeah. especially when doing a southern drawl. <laughs> and I'm well, trying yeah. to keep a a Bronx or a Brooklyn accent.
3: <laughs> hey, you're, well, yeah. You have the problem of whenever you hear an accent, you want to do the accent. Well, it's it, it's hard. It happens to me too, but I have to like coach myself to to not do a different accent while I'm while I'm speaking.
1: Well, hats off to you because you you pull it off just just fine. <laughs> I, now now I regret Stop Jen from doing a voice for yeah. Zakara. Yeah,
3: see, like, every- that's dumb. You see how much fun it is, though. It's like yeah. it's like being an a- any a voice actor or anything else. You it lets you be someone else for a little while, which is the whole point of this, really. Yeah. It's the whole point of the
1: uh, a D and D campaign. So uh, I have a question for Jen. Oh, really? And and Mark, I guess. <laughs> can we retcon Zakara so that she has a voice, a different voice? Like a, Why not accent? Yeah, it's up to you her, can right? Change it anytime yeah. you
3: want. Hit her yeah. in the head. <laughs> and, head and all of a sudden
2: she has an accent right why why do you want me to do a voice now i don't know because you feel bad
1: kind of yeah and now that i've gotten a taste for it
2: oh you know it's funny i've noticed um ever since we started playing D anD D, everything that i would do you would tell me was like well you're in over your head you're getting in too deep or you're being What's weird story or you know that wouldn't be a good thing to do, and then slowly you have started imitating. Well, no, I these didn't. Things.
1: What do you mean imitating?
2: Collecting <laughs> dice, doing a voice, oh. doing a character backstory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're joined by our dog Bruce.
2: Somehow, is down here with us. I Which will.
3: The, my my weakest point is the backstory stuff. I can't. I'm not a writer like nine tenths of, of you guys are. So it's difficult <laughs> for me to come up with stuff on the spot like that.
2: Yeah,
1: I I think you can just have fun with it. You don't mm-hmm. need to. You don't okay. need to be a wordsmith. Exactly.
3: Well, yeah. So John and I were in it for the battles and the leveling right. up and everything else. But I like I I like playing the character. It's but it's hard to come with. Like I had to ask I had to ask Mark where I was from because I could I couldn't remember mm-hmm. during one of
1: the sessions. I mean, this is something that's interesting because uh, I've I've been listening to, and I know we we always go back to this, but uh, we I guess Critical Role is the gold standard at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been listening to Critical Role, and where Tom's character from Tiresias is at this point destroyed, uh, it's been yep. it's been uh, knocked or raised to the ground by the. Uh, Chroma Conclave.
0: Yeah, Vorgal, the frigid. Yeah, doom. The,
1: the frigid doom. That's right. Uh, and I just got to that point where, uh, the, the really the only dragonborn alive, are, the ones that have tails, I believe, because uh, because some dragonborn don't have tails and they're called the skywalkers.
0: Right.
1: And they're yeah, kind I of have like a, the, the I elite. have a tail. Right. So you're, you would be one of the uh, downtrodden ones, technically. Yeah. And I, so I, I immediately thought, I was like, oh, you know, if Tom wanted to add that to his backstory where, you know, his his city was destroyed and now he's kind of just a, a nomad, a man with, yeah. with, with no flag, yeah. that could be an interesting take.
0: Yeah, he unknowingly, by picking two things, um, wrote a, enough of a backstory for me, at least. Being a dragonborn with a tail allow me to put it somewhere in the realm of, of Tal'Dorei, you know, and had a story right. that connected it to Critical Role and where, when, where the campaign's taking place. So that gave me enough of that. Okay, I have that location. I have that thing. He, I don't think you're old enough to have been around when it got destroyed. So you don't even need to know any of that. Yeah, um, I'm relatively young. Yeah, so right. he didn't need to know all that. But actually having those features allowed me to tie him to a place, you know, where we could go back later or something like that
1: and, and um, how but, weird
0: is way, that, I
3: have a I have a bone to pick with Ant. He said I had no sense of humor. I think that's I think that's
1: bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't have Ant's sense of humor. Well, yeah, well,
0: no.
1: <laughs> well it, it's cool because Tom, you know, I I would imagine he had never heard of Tiberius.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, and you you picked a character that sounds exactly like Tiberius.
3: Yeah, and I was I was at one point. I wasn't going for anything related to that, but then I found out about it, and I was like, wow, that's that's a happy accident.
2: Yeah. Right, and,
1: and Jen, you did the same with Zakara. Kind
2: of. I, yeah, i had written my whole backstory and then stumbled across Critical Role, and Marisha's character, Keyleth, was like the parts of my old backstory that like were exactly the same, and I was so mad. I was like, no, people are going to think I'm copying, and yeah. I swear I didn't copy. But I changed some stuff.
1: I was the only one who was original AF.
2: Because you didn't write a backstory. Well,
1: that's because you guys have had this free since
3: two thousand and six.
1: Yes. From uh, Battle for Middle <laughs> Earth Two. And and then that's that's not a joke. Uh, John who played King Rony. Oh Hell
0: King and I. Rony. Yeah. <laughs> All Hail
1: King Rony. And John and I played Battle for Middle-earth 2 on the PC. And we created our own heroes. One of them was named King Roni, and the other one was a orc sorcerer named O'Craig.
3: <laughs> it's so, it's hilarious though because the PC that John built to play that game. I'm
1: looking at it right now. It's in my basement. Look at <laughs> that. That's nostalgic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> brings a tear to the eye.
0: Yeah. And the second part of Tom's uh, of, Ty- of um character is being a follower of Bahamut. And, you know, allowed me to tie it again, to things in Critical Role, um, you know, and especially I sent Tom a link to two characters. I'm like, you kind of need to know these people because um, they're kind of yeah, important. I got to do homework. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to know them deeply, but you need to have an idea of of the names and a little bit of their backstory, you know, um, or like what they mean um, to it. Because you know they're pretty important to the, you know the the uh, the platinum sanctuary, which you know he was trained in. You know as a follower of Bahamut. Yeah. Um And so tying all that together made it great, and you know, and then it let me with his section of of the story. Um, so even though, you know, a lot of happy accidents in terms of, you know, the uh, his. his you know what he chose just completely divorced from never watching girl never knowing any of that helped the character fit right in i think yeah i think the only one that was tough um to fit in but uh, once you told me where your location was was uh you know O'Craig and king roni because there weren't many orcs or half orcs you know in, right. in in critical role so and, and
1: we had started before the second season had started yeah. of critical role yeah So, uh, you know, Travis plays the half-orc now.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And if half-orcs are more in Wildmount, then it's perfect where you guys are sort of set up your town. Um, Not to spoil anything for the audience or the other players if they don't already know. But, you know, it it sets it up perfectly as to why you may have ended up there. But um, I digress. Um, Unless if anybody has anything else to add, I think we'll go into... um, you know, there's a couple of questions I had, and and then you know, just sort of riff off of those. You guys, good. Yeah. I'm yeah bring it. Bring it on. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, first question I got is from uh, Jim from New Jersey, and it's funny Jimmy. that we finished off talking about um, you know Tiresias and uh, Zakara. There, um, he wanted to know the fact that. Um, everything Bahamut stands for, um, Zakara's pet dragon is what he should be against. Um, So he wanted to know, um, did you guys, do you guys have any, like, what's their thought process? Like, what's in Tiresias' head going through knowing that there's a red dragon in the party? And is Zakara nervous about this fact as well?
3: Well, I guess for me, it's kind of, I'm kind of keeping an eye on it. It's like keeping your, your enemies closer type of thing.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, because I I know zakar is a... I can tell car is a good person. And she's a red dragon, which doesn't make any sense. So it's like a... Uh, always looking over my shoulder to make sure that he's following her lead as opposed to doing what I'm sure he wants to do in, um, you know, as, as a red dragon would do.
2: Yeah, and, and I think Zakara is definitely, especially now that these other dragons are surfacing, she's definitely nervous. Um, like in the episode where she and O'Craig were actually having a little bit of a heart-to-heart, and he sort of casually mentioned Astaroth, in some way being connected to the whole thing, and she got very defensive. Um, so I think her biggest fear right now is her friends turning on them and, and something bad happening to her dragon because she desperately wants him to be good, uh, or stay good, I should say. So that is how she feels about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and when um, I... Does helping this is probably more for I don't know if Tom at all is gone deep into critical listening or not, but um, Jen, the it, when you've gotten to the Chroma Conclave part um, of uh, Critical Role season one, did it help you understand a little bit more as to why the certain little things I was doing in regard to the Red Dragon and you know and the Black Dragon guys fought? Um, did it help you mm-hmm. more? Figure out, um, you know, where you wanted to go with those feelings.
2: Um, to be honest with you, I actually haven't listened okay. to that part of Critical Role season one because I started listening to season two, and it was a lot okay. to do both. But I actually Dan's been listening to it, like he said, so I'm actually going to start listening to it again okay. because I feel like it would. Kind of be helpful to where we are in our story. So I can answer that next time, possibly. Well,
1: okay. that's why I you said <laughs> Craghammer at that one point. Yeah, like, yeah we got to go to Craghammer. And everyone goes, what, what do you mean? What's Craghammer?
0: Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> only, yeah, only two of you would. Well, no, you may know. Yeah, I think the only one that wouldn't know Craghammer would be Pizza Tacos. Okay. Um, because he's been mostly on this side of the continent that we're on now. You know, where uh, Soldier Field is, is closer to Craghammer. And obviously, um, I think we established at one point in your backstory, Tiresias and Zakara, that you guys had come from Amman, which would have put you almost like in the same neighborhood as, um, you know, Craghammer. So um, yeah. that was, a you know, pretty slip up because, you know, it could come into play. It is one of the major cities on the island or in the continent, I should say. Um, yeah. So second question is for O'Craig. Um, this is from Matt from California. Oh, man. And he wanted to uh, know, how has your character's uh, role uh, changed since uh, King Rony has departed? Like, have you changed anything about what you wanted to do?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. My character changed. Um, you know, when I first started O'Craig, I wanted him to be the, this, like, wise wizard but he was kind of (laughs) like and clearly that changed Uh, and I wanted him to be that kind of guy who was very jealous of King Roni and kind of living in his brother's shadow and now he no longer needs to worry about that because King Roni's no longer there so I kind of have to, oh Craig has to kind of do a pivot where the orcs, half orcs are kind of headstrong they're very Rough and tumble characters, so being second fiddle to a bard, uh, uh, an elf bard, uh, uh, pizza tacos or half elf, I forget. Yeah, he's a full elf. Full elf, right? That's what he's I was a Wood elf, wood elf. So you know, you know, being second fiddle to an elf of all creatures, you know, it doesn't very it doesn't sit very well with him. So I've I like the. The, the back and forth that Pizza Tacos and O'Craig have been having recently. And in the past couple episodes, you've heard Pizza Tacos take a couple jabs at O'Craig about his brother. And it's kind of one of those things where only I can make fun of my brother. You know what I mean? It's, you know, if you say something about him, I'm going to take offense to it. But I'll talk shit about him all day. So my uh, O'Craig's dynamic has changed a little bit. And instead of having to worry about living in King Roni's shadow, it's trying to vie for control of the the party. Yeah.
0: And um, I'm trying to think, trying to do a follow up on this um from my thing. Um, in terms of um, you talk about the whole thing with uh with King Roni um leaving and you. What, have you yeah you, know, you don't have to reveal it if it's something that you're gonna do later but um, you know what is oh Craig's reasoning for staying behind
1: for not going to visit his father yeah uh
0: man yeah it'
1: I think you and I have talked this mark about where I would like to take oh Craig
0: yeah like I said you don't have to answer it if it's something you're going to reveal later but it's just I thought that worked you know, that thought worked nicely off of Matt's question.
1: So yeah, you know, it was a very good question because uh, I didn't. Re- I think that it really helped my, and I, this is kind of skirting the question, but it, it helped my improv improvisational uh, skills a little bit. Not saying that I'm I'm very good at it, but you know, when uh, when King Rony decided to leave, you know, my whole shtick was I should be the leader, not King Rony, so why wouldn't I go back to see yeah. my father? Uh, and I've I've written in part of the backstory where uh, there's a very interesting dynamic between Maximus, my father, and O'Craig. Uh, where King Rony is one way, I'm completely the, the opposite. Uh, there's a struggle there, and I don't want to give too much away, but, oh, Craig's going to be struggling with this inner turmoil that Maximus is kind of, it's kind of, it's extra baggage that yeah. Craig is going to have to struggle with. Yeah. And that, I feel like that's why he didn't leave.
0: Okay. All right. And, um, the final audience question is, un- unfortunately, um, uh, pizza tacos related. So I'm going to try and, uh, reword it around and get you guys, um to talk about it. Um, So, it was more asking um, what made, um, you know, Anthony uh, be so uh, confident, you know, in the beginning to take the lead as he did um, and from the first episode forward. Um, So, my reverse question to you guys is, was it, did it ease you guys a little bit to see someone taking that lead at first so that you could sort of find your footing before joining in? Um, or did it feel like you were, you know, you were a little less prepared? I don't know. You know what I'm going to say in terms yeah, of I, yeah. yeah
3: Well, obviously Ant has a background in doing sketch comedy and things like that. So he was more, he was more comfortable just jumping in and seeing where it went as opposed to like me i like to try to think things out and and then react but it's difficult to do when you got someone who really wants to who, whose mind's go, already going and he just wants to go get on with it uh so anytime ant would just go and do it we'd all just be like all right well we'll just i'll just follow then because uh even even though I wasn't really thinking about it at the time, my character probably wouldn't be the person to jump into things and do things first anyway. So it kind of kind of helped me out, but it it eased, eased my mind when Ant would just just go and then we'd
2: follow him. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was hard. I mean, we were all new to playing D&D to begin with, so the whole everything with the rules and everything, that was a little overwhelming, and then like you said, Tom, being able to react to things really fast was a little bit difficult for me at first. So having him, you know, speaking and someone asked a question or knowing, you know, what to do or, you know, just reacting, I think helped get us all more comfortable. Um, and then rolling live, I think, helped us progress to, you know.
1: I was just embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't know what was going to happen, and I didn't want to be the guy to put myself out there, and then sound like an idiot. Well, yeah, that's you don't want to sound dumb, right? Now, Ant was,
3: wasn't even thinking about that because his character probably wouldn't even care. Right, if he fell on his face because he'd be drunk or something else,
1: so. <laughs> right? And and it was one of those things where you know, even though we're all we're all, we're all friends for a very long time. This isn't something we've ever done together, so I didn't know how everyone would react to some to me just kind of taking the reins and and going from there. But, yeah, with me, it was just pure uh, embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid
0: I to say it. I, I was well, in, the
1: be- yeah, in the
3: beginning, we're all a little timid, for sure.
0: Yeah. Right, because uh-huh.
1: I, I, I always remember... You know, we're we're obviously we're all nerdy and geeky in our own right, and I always remember telling myself that you know I may like comic books and you know collectibles and stuff, but I'll never be that Dungeons and Dragons kind of. That's that's real lame. And then when you get pulled not pulled into it, but when you when you try to play it, you kind of have to burst outside of that bubble, your comfort zone, and really just put yourself out there and for i didn't i don't I don't know what it was maybe i thought other people would listen to this and then i figured who cares just have fun no you know i'm not i'm probably never going to meet these people so they don't <laughs> really know who i am so just have fun with it and in our shoot the glass it was the same thing uh, uh that was our sketch comedy that we uh, we all partook in and I was the one who decided to be the actor in our very first sketch, and I was scared shitless. So I probably should not have been nervous about this because we're behind a microphone, not in front of a camera right now.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I'll say from my perspective, it was nice to see him jump in right away because, as, as I had said earlier, um, it it made me relax a little bit more because it I um, the biggest fear I had going in um to that first episode was that I would feel like I was like dragging you guys through it, you know, and sorta of making you do things and you know, the old saying as I said before, you know, trying to get blood from a stone. You know, sorta of just kinda uh um so when he immediately was there, I'm like, okay, I can rely on, you know, that if, you know, I turn to Tom and say something and he's maybe not ready because he's not comfortable yet. We can always swing back to Ant with the way he did. You know if, 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 you know, if Dan's not there yet or Jenny's not there yet or, you know, uh, John doesn't have a one-liner ready um, <laughs> to go. Um, you know, it was good to have. And the best part is is that he actually picked a class that works with that. Yeah. You know, bards are obnoxious. Um, yes. That's what they're supposed to
1: and I don't he's. want to speak for Anthony because obviously he's not here. But I don't think he was fully on board with sticking himself out there at first either. No. Well, yeah, he, he he doesn't think it's his character would do that, right? And I think prime example is when Mark asked us, uh, you know, what, how did we all meet? And none of us jumped. Even Anthony didn't jump at it. He was like, oh, that's you know, that's none of your business. You know, and none of us were really.
3: Well, yeah. In the, in, in the beginning, anytime Mark asked us to elaborate on something, it was kind of let's do whatever we can to make sure that we're we don't tell anything.
1: Right. Yeah, because we didn't. We weren't used to the role playing, and and Jen was saying to me, she was mouthing to me, I was ready to go.
2: Sure. Well, I had, I had... Say something. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it's hard
1: it yeah. is hard
3: Yeah, there's and, well there. I mean
2: especially I mean if we were in person it, it would have been different I think in the beginning too but yeah it was hard in the beginning to be doing it through Skype and through Roll20 and not being able to see each other really yeah. the way you would have in person and then to have like you'd be afraid of the awkward silence like who's gonna talk yeah. and then you don't want everyone to start talking yeah. so but yeah I think it. everything is has worked out fine
0: yeah right? I, I'm having a lot of fun yeah and we did we, we did start hard mode, um, in terms of not never never playing at a table, and then jumping right into roll twenty because a lot of convenience to it, but also has all these little things uh, behind the scenes that you guys never saw um, of trying to turn it into d and D game um, because you know they they're not officially part of Wizards of the Coast, so right. you know trying to get all the rules tied in and all that. Which is why I'm so glad D&D Beyond came out. Um, yeah, it perfect all timing. Makes our lives easier. Um, and yeah, but the point with Jen, the the one of my favorite moments of the season was when you guys were fighting uh, Dreesum, and you know she had that little back and forth with him when he was smelling Asterot, you know, That's right. in 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 the thing. And I think it's more so. I know you guys are playing around with the talk but I think it's. For some reason, I feel like Ant's taking the lead because this is more his backstory right now with Tribeca and all that um, going on. Yeah, so once we get to, like, if we ever travel to Soldier Field or if we ever run into other, you know, Knights of Bahamut, you know, or we end up going back to where, you know, the uh, Zakar is from or we run into somebody from there or, you know, other things involving her backstory, you know,
1: yeah. it'll give, it'll which allow One of you... us will kind of take the reins.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. You notice it in Critical Role, uh, Dan could probably attest to this, is that in the beginning, you know, uh, Tallison didn't say much as Percy. And yeah. once they got to the Briarwoods, um, which was it his was backstory, all him. he got, that's when, he, that's when you really saw how good of an actor Tallison is. Um And so that's what I'm hoping happens here. With you guys. Yeah. Um, I think Ant being a bard will always be jumping in, but I think he's ready, you know, when, if someone else gets into their backstory, to take a little bit of a backseat um, to it, especially because Pizza Tacos is not meant to be a leader, <laughs> by any means. Um, but, you what know... Fooled he, me, Mark. Yeah. It, it, his character is essentially, you know, he's just trying to survive and make money. Yes. So... He right, that, but the hero yeah, yeah right? that, that's how he acted here was I need to make money I need to not get killed I need to make sure we do things right so I'm just going to take the lead and you know do that yeah. and that's how he reacted so makes sense um, so you know as we're, we're getting near the end here and again as I said before we uh, started recording, I was like, oh, I hope we get to an hour and now we're sitting here at 53 minutes. <laughs> um, on the I told podcast. you don't
1: don't underestimate our ability to talk.
0: Uh, we're out of the uh, the uh, user questions. Oh, by the way, that was uh, Aaron from Massachusetts um, Boo. for the for the pizza tacos oh. question. Um, are you booing
1: Massachusetts?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, we, so we have lost one of our ten fans. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Now we don't need him.
3: No, it's just it's just Dan you can hate. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, so I'll, I'll accept our, that responsibility. Our, our viewer questions. Um, so I want to dedicate the uh, last bit of this um, to uh, if you guys had any theories about you know where the where the story is going or what's going through your mind or the characters' minds. You know, as you guys just finished up clearing out this cave for Largefoot.
3: Well, we we now know that we but now, now think that. Um the mirror man is a vampire, right? That was that that's what we came to the conclusion on?
0: Yeah, from everything you've yeah. learned, that's what you think from what happened to Renob, the books you found. Which
3: you know. which is funny to me because don't don't vampires not have reflections? Isn't that the whole their one of their things?
0: Yeah, it could be you know, it could very well be a play on words on his part. Um, I'll be
3: on, I'll be honest. I thought it was a Michael reference from the beginning. No, it is. You're, you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are layers to this. But yeah, it's just like just like an onion. Yep. Just like. Okay, <laughs>
1: uh, uh, like so uh, I alluded to earlier. O'Craig is getting ready to drop the proverbial bomb with the group. Um, I am very excited for what he has in store.
2: Would we be scared about this? Possibly.
1: Possibly. Why? Possibly. I mean Mark I I talked to Mark about it. <laughs> it's I I like it because it, it fits perfectly with this character's uh mindset.
3: Yeah. yeah. I I'm I'm interested to see you, your, your guys' backstory because that's, it's the thing we make fun of and we poke fun of at the most, and we still don't know anything about it.
1: Uh, oh, Craig's backstory, yeah,
3: you like with your father and everything.
1: Well, I, I want to know what was in that note that he, uh, Tiresias found, but oh, you'll again, find that eventually, it, yeah. So, I, I am, I'm very curious. Uh, we, we're, uh, We've stepped up our game so far, and it's pretty cool to see where it's going to head.
0: Yeah, and that's my hope with what I've been writing is that I'm looking to not to be one of those guys that are teasing things, but, you know, looking to take it to another level in terms of of everything for this session coming up, Um, because I think you guys are ready um, in terms of your role playing, your ability to figure out situations Um, I think the one-shot helped out a lot in that it at least got you into remembering things about the game before we went into this session. Sure. Um, You know, in terms of insight checks and perception and, you know, investigation and stuff, those little things that kind of slip, Um, I'm sure, once you get into any kind of battle.
3: I think we're getting way better at that, especially when we didn't have you as a DM to kind of walk us through it. We kind of had to figure it out ourselves.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for Zakara. She's getting pow- more powerful now where and we used to talk about this where in battle, you know Zakara really couldn't do too much. She had to rely on Asteroid a lot.
2: Oh yeah. I just re-listened to one of the episodes and where Craig was making fun of her.
1: <laughs> but but now she's, you know, she's gotten a little stronger. Her her attacks are a little bit more powerful and the group is rounding out better. It's yeah. not just one person. It's not just, you know, like King Roni and Tiresias are the powerhouses now. It's everyone has kind of gotten their their role in the group, and we've we've established ourselves as a force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're learning the characters, and yes, you're learning, right. yeah, and you're learning the other characters, so you know what to play off of. Like that was the one thing. Um, you know, with all the media that I've consumed, D and D wise, you know, being once you know, obviously John hasn't played in a while, but being one step ahead when we tied an initiative in that one shot and I was like, Let me go first because I knew if I hit stunning strike as a monk, he would have advantage. Right and you know, went to hit. You know, so it's just one of those things where you learn how to play off each other in that sense. And you guys have gotten a lot better at it. Um, Ant found his super spell. Um, oh, yeah. shatter yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: whatever that spell is that Jen was doing last the last session too was
0: guiding crazy.
3: bolt guiding bolt but
0: until I looked it up I had and, and this is no offense to you Jen I had thought that she was reading D&D Beyond wrong um, or <laughs> or that she was a warlock um, because I thought I thought she was doing the role at too high of a level oh I see so because I know D&D Beyond lists all the spells, and it will put every single spell in every level. So if you have mm-hmm. a level one spell, you can cast it at a higher level, and it will tell you what you roll at that higher level. Right. So that's why I had thought. And and Warlocks, uh, the thing with Warlocks is that um, they, they, um, they, um, their spell level um, is the same across every spell. Like, they get, like, five or six spell slots, and it's all level three or it's oh. all level two. So even if they cast something that's a level one, that's cool. It's gotta be level three powered, you know? Got it. Um, so it makes why, you know, um, Travis uses Eldritch Blast a lot. Cause I believe that's a cantrip. So it doesn't use a spell. Right. Spot. Right. Um, so that's what I thought. And then I looked up guiding ball and I was like, Oh crap, that spell is amazing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I um, was very impressed.
0: Um, <laughs> how powerful some of those spells were. I was yes. happy. Yeah, being a war cleric, or for for those of you uh, Overwatch players out there, being a battle mercy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, that's is, what I want. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I I really love that everything's come together, and I think you guys are ready for the next ramp up in it, and I'm excited for it. Um, and hearing Dan say what he says, knowing what Jen's already done, and, and I think Tom having that letter um, should help... Um, him do a little bit more with his character, um, and then uh, pizza tacos is pizza tacos. We're kind of, <laughs> you know, he's ready he's, at all times. Yeah, it's he's, only gonna get better. Yeah, he's yeah, he's there in terms of um, you know, he, being the, his character background is that he can he can adapt to any situation and blend in. You know, it's it's not he won't ever be out of place, and that's a thing with bards too. Um, they can, they can sort of adapt. That's their lifestyle of being a traveling yeah. musician.
2: Very charismatic. Um,
0: yeah. So, um, so my, yeah, my final question for you guys is, um, is it Thursday yet? No, oh. is, is it Saturday yet? <laughs> um, <laughs> how excited are you that we're going to be playing at one in the afternoon? I, so can't tell, I cannot
3: explain to you how excited I am.
0: <laughs> I I
1: got really nervous, and Jen was the same. Uh, we we were just talking on the Extra Life uh, group chat. chat, and one of our friends was saying, "Oh, what time? I might have to get there a little earlier for the Extra Life. What time on the D and D?" And I thought, "Oh God, we're going to have to change the time now." <laughs> 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 and uh, Saturday is Jen and my. One year anniversary of being married.
2: Yay! Yay. (laughs) So
1: we we have dinner reservations, so I I we have to stick to this time (laughs) slot. We cannot change it because we're (laughs) planning to do a four hour at least a four hour session, and you know it's one to you know one to five. We don't have to rush, and we can kind of really, really immerse ourselves and be awake and be awake. Yes.
2: Yep. You
1: know, I'm very excited.
3: I feel like I'm, it's been so long since we've done one before 8
1: p.m. Yeah, it's been a little while.
3: Yeah,
2: I can't even remember.
1: Well, we did one
3: We
2: for, did
1: Sunday
3: mornings. We did a couple uh, Sunday
2: mornings. That's right. Oh, and yeah, then, wow. That was, that was like in the beginning. R-
1: the most uh the most recent one we did we did uh we had our fantasy football draft. Not the draft, the uh the order we picked the order for the fantasy football draft, oh, and then yeah. But then, then we, we wasted piece. about an hour and a half waiting for pizza. <laughs> 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 so that that kind of cut into time a little bit.
3: Sure. But now, the pizza, everything
1: will be set. We're we'll have everything ready to go. It's not going to be a rush,
2: and we're all we're all there,
1: and we're all there for
2: hours. Really. So no
1: know. interruptions.
2: Well,
1: I will
3: have been there since 9 a.m.
1: So. Right, <laughs> but I know you're going to be you're going to be uh, running on fumes a little bit.
3: Red yeah, a little, a little bit. Now, but the 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 nice thing about extra life is you don't have to be on time because somebody else is on at some point. You know,
1: that's you true. Got... You rotate. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: question mark? Yes. And you know, obviously, we've never done this, but while we're uh, while we're playing our session. Will we be able to interact with anyone or will they be able to message us on the Twitch stream?
0: Well, they can chat. And if you guys okay. want to read chat, go ahead. But that's completely <laughs> oh, just up to you.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll have, you'll be able to
3: see chat. We'll, we'll probably put it up on the on the TV next to us so we can see
1: what actually is happening.
2: That'd be okay. pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, I'm all for it. I, I didn't know the process. Or yeah, the whoever's
2: watching your stream can chat with you. Or right. chat
1: in general. Yeah, I've I've told all my coworkers about it. Uh, I, I've reached out to some family members about it. Told them to tune in.
2: Yeah,
0: if make possible. sure make sure they donate too, or not make sure, yes. but you know what I mean. Well, yes, that oh, so, so yes, they know right. it is a charity stream. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't
1: I can't ring them out, Mark, unfortunately.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I have let them know. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's the fun part and, and you know, to finish us out here, um if you didn't know, as I said in the beginning, you know, we are the the live session um that will be on video, so you'll get to see our beautiful faces um for the first time. Um along with um some D and D beyond, which it's every time we've needed something new, they've put it out right when we needed it. Um put out an extension uh for Twitch. Um I believe it's for Twitch oh, and not XSplit. Um, to, you know, put the character sheets up on the screen, you know, while we're oh, playing. Oh, that's
2: awesome. Um,
0: so, you know, I have to play around with that. Um, that might be what I'll do tomorrow. Um, since I'm finishing up writing tonight and got this. And I can listen to this back and edit it while trying to figure that stuff out. I've also been able to use the... I gotta figure out how it will work. Um, if we can get it with the... I was able to get the, uh... The background that Giant Bomb uses for their, you know, extra life stream. So it'll keep track of our our total, you know, who's donated, you know, how much time's left, what game we're playing, all that stuff um, on there. To make that a lot easier to do it manually and, you know, look a little more professional um, than it did last year. Um, and so I'm trying to blend those two together. So that looks great. Um, so doing that during extra life will be awesome. We'll do th- three to four hours. You know, um, depending on if we get in a battle, John might have to you know watch as we finish <laughs> up um you know who knows at 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 the end of the at the session um i think I think it will not go long enough where you guys will be in trouble for dinner um because that as, is... as long as you're getting as long as
3: you're getting dinner in philly' we'll, you'll be good
0: <laughs> we are getting
1: uh dinner in Philly,
0: yeah so. So, you guys are. And the
1: place is 15 minutes away. So,
0: yep. <laughs> you guys will be fine. I don't think we're going to be doing five, six hours. Um, so, no
3: no offense, but God, I hope not. That's a long time. <laughs> you no. say
0: that now, but.
2: We're
3: yeah.
1: playing all day,
3: Tom. There's,
0: there's only <laughs> been... You've
3: seen me after four hours, right? Can you imagine what it's going to be like? Six?
0: Yeah, there's only been a couple um, uh, critical roles. They have gone, gone five, there, and that was when yeah. they fought, you know, really large creatures and stuff I like that. Those are those are rough. I, to I watch. think
1: when they fought um, Vecna, that was a five-hour. Yeah, hour yeah. And session.
0: there's there's a couple of the dragons I believe are five hours. Yeah, um, or close to it, but yeah. you know, so, so now
1: now is that something
0: we have to look forward to, Mark? Oh, it depends on how good you are. Can kill killing, whatever you're fighting. Yeah. Depends well, on how long we stay alive.
1: Well, listen, <laughs> yeah. I'm not... If O'Craig goes somewhere, I have someone waiting in the wings. Oh,
0: boy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what's great. that so you guys, you know, can, you know, as long as it's... If, if it's a team party kill, then we can discuss off-camera. Or a total party right. kill, I should say. I've, um,
1: but I've grown quite attached to O'Craig.
0: Yeah. You know, we can discuss yeah. if we want these guys to kind of slip into the same world or if we want to take a little break and have me start from scratch. Um, well, the beauty is
3: we actually have healers, so it, if if yes. anything ever ha- happens, yeah, there's 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 a little buffer where we can still help you.
0: Yeah, and you guys have some potions, so yeah, yeah. For it. So well, yeah. we're ready
1: to rock, baby.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. So the final spiel for extra life is that we do start at 9 a.m. Um, Eastern uh, Daylight Time. It'll begin, and by the time we end at the 25th hour, it'll be Eastern Standard Time. Um, since it is the time change this weekend. So forget, don't forget to f- uh, set your clocks back an hour and check your smoke detectors. Uh, <laughs> <as well.
1: laughs> um, is that actually, like our, our uh, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's always a thing that the news, I uh, probably anywhere, but in Philly, it was always part of the announcement, like check your smoke detector batteries every time change. Um, so, you know, we're raising money for the children's hospital, of Philadelphia, you know, part of the Children's Miracle Network. Um, that's the hospital we chose uh, here in Philadelphia. Um, it's meant a lot to me over the years. You know, um, you know, being a slightly unhealthy kid. Uh, so it's nice to get I mean, back.
3: Also, also, John has spent had spent some time there as well. So yeah. it's uh, it hits all of us.
0: Yeah. So um, it's a great great place, great uh, uh, charity we're working for. Um, you know, our goal is five hundred dollars to start you know obviously we can do incentives if we get above that um guys keep donating but we we're, we're only looking for for a small amount so any any amount will truly matter um you don't have to worry about doing big amounts you can do anything a dollar or above um and it's all tax deductible and i believe your um if i remember correctly your company can match if they want or if they do or or whatever how that works i know i don't think my company does we're we're too small but um you know, you can you, you can do all that. It's at TonyRL dot com slash season of the witch. Or season of switch, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I, close. I, I was I knew I was gonna do that at one point. Um so season of the switch. Uh and then you can go there, um, do your donation. You don't have to donate on Saturday, but if you want us to read it live on the internet, um any comment you give or encouragement, um you will have to donate on Saturday. Um but yeah, you will receive emails no matter when you do it throughout the rest of the year here, because you have up until December thirty first. Uh, so once again, Stranger Damies live will be one PM. Um, so be sure um, if you're just looking to tune in for that, feel free. Um, we will be playing video games uh, before and after. Um, after will probably be the uh, first person shooter section um, as uh, as John um, will arrive, and that'll give us you know four players at that point while Jen and Dan are um, out celebrating their anniversary. Um, and then, you know, when we come back, it'll be it'll be the uh, four of us, uh, or five of us, um, for as much of the evening as possible, and then we'll finish it up in the morning. Um, so it'll be a fun day. Um, I hope you guys join us. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, in terms of Stranger Damies here, um, you can go to at Stranger Damies, or you can send an email question as, uh, you know, Aaron, Matt, and... Jimmy? Jim. Jim, yeah. Jimbo. Jimbo. Um sent in earlier uh today. We love any interaction um you guys can send our way. Um so yeah, you guys any 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 final words as we head into our first time being live on the internet while doing this session? Good luck. You know,
1: I'm really <laughs> upset that I shaved my beard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's just like in the episode
2: Yeah, I know,
1: I don't yeah. I'm gonna look terrible.
2: Oh my god! I'm very excited, and I really hope that um, if you guys are listening, that you're gonna participate because I think that'd be really fun for us for our first live stream to have some audience participation. Yes,
3: yes, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So, um, yeah. So we'll wrap it up there uh, for um, Tom Schuster, our wonderful Tyrese is deceived um, once again for the newest. It couple of D and D, and Jenny Aquino, of Craig and, yeah. and and uh, Zakara. Um, I am your fabulous and benevolent DM, Mark. Um, and you know, I hope you guys tune in. And uh, is it Saturday yet?